What's up, everybody? Welcome to Salah's Corner with the one and only Salah Muhammad. Alright, we got the new equipment, but <laughs> we can't figure out where the air horns went. Man, fuck them air horns, y'all. I don't need them air horns. <laughs> oh, man. You're funny. What's going on? New week. Uh, same old bullshit. Same shit. Nothing really. I've just been, you know, trying to... Uh, motivate myself to work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying binging some TV and not like news TV I specifically have like been staying away from like cable news yeah. and news generally I don't, I don't watch the local news because that shit is just fucking trash I have no desire to watch that bullshit but cable news is like is what I usually pay attention to because I'm more of a national politics person anyway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I haven't been watching it a whole lot because it's it's just too much. So I've just been like trying to find like shows to binge watch and shit. So I've been doing that. And yeah, just chilling. Cool. Cool. It gets it. I, I, what's the what's the motivation to work look like? <sighs> just trying to have heat. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I need heat. Yeah. It's spring, but like it ain't. The spring is acting like winter it don't want to come out. Uh, winter been fighting back. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I need heat and electricity for things. So <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't worked this week. Like I did not work at all last week. Mm. But I'm trying to like, you know, I want to get away from. I'm not like actively trying. Kind of not. I am, but like not yeah. like actively looking for work because we've had this discussion before about how difficult it is getting in politics up here. Mm-hmm. But I'm just tired of it. Like, I just don't want to do this shit. But, you know, that's called being an adult. Adulting is, <laughs> that shit is overrated. Over fucking rated. But oh. yeah, I've just been binging TV. I've been watching this show called Warriors. It's great. It's on HBO Max. What's it about? It's about a Chinese immigration in the 1860s mm. and them in San Francisco and them fighting the Irish who were like trying to get rid of them. And they were, this is the time when they were like creating the Exclusion Act. Mm. But it's more so centered on like, the Chinese gangs of that time it's dope as fuck it's it's a Bruce Lee production actually okay so it's dope as shit I'm just tired of the usual you know blonde hair white woman getting the the love of the main character like I'm so over that shit like that is the most dry ass trope in cinema generally is I'm I'm over that shit I just be rolling my eyes I don't even be wanting to watch it like I'd be mad at TV because I'd be tired of seeing like certain tropes and shit. Yep. But it's like I have to remember that it's TV. But it's also like, you know, they be trying to slot shit in. Well, they always try to slot shit in. Yeah, I, yeah. I did this this exercise one day. We were I was you know one of my old jobs, and uh, we were talking about like what movies like what movies were best picture of the year and all of that bullshit. Mm. And it dawned on me that, like, the majority of movies in the last, like, two decades that have won Best Picture, I have never seen. And it's because, like, the content is really directed towards white audiences. Depending on the movie, I probably haven't seen it either. Yeah. They're not black movies, mostly. Okay. I'm, I might have seen them, though. I'm, I like watching, like, TV and movies, though. Like, that's my yeah. thing. Like, you know, those people are like, oh, I'm so busy. Like, I don't watch TV. I just, I have so many other things. Going. No, I watch TV. I enjoy watching TV and movies and all of that shit. So I may have seen them, but I don't like certain things. I don't act actively seek out. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, Google 
I'm gonna look up like a list of the best of the movies that won Best Picture mm-hmm. in like the last like few decades and see. It'd be interesting to see if I've yeah, seen. Yeah, like it's a lot of movies that I have not seen. So, like, and it goes back. I mean, honestly, I said the last twenty years. I was being generous. I'm, I'm talking like last thirty. <laughs> 30 years even if it you know obviously not seeing the movie when it came out in the last 30 years but like just in general going back and watching it like i probably have watched i probably have watched a lot of them but while you're looking that up the tropes i'm tired of are the blonde hair blue eyed white woman that captures the heart of the per the character of color Mm -hmm. oh so over that shit and i'm tired of all black people being light-skinned Yeah. Like that shit is fucking aggravating. Particularly in white movies. I say that specifically about white movies. I think black people that has it. I think the view should be different, but I'm tired of seeing like white movies or white people casting the role for black people as a light skinned person. Yeah. And then that be like the marker for that person's arc of their character. And it's like the struggles of black people. It's like, yeah, this the struggles of black people. But like. That's not a full representation. Yeah. What they're putting forward isn't a full representation of what black people are. Yep. So I'm tired of that shit. And that's mostly what I've been seeing lately. Like, yeah, the white woman who captures the the man of color's heart and all light skinned black people. Mm. No, not no, specifically light skinned black women. Yeah. Because black men, dark skinned black men get a lot of get roles yep. some a lot of the times they are you know stereotypical but as of recently a lot of dark-skinned black men have been getting really good you know wholesome like well-rounded full roles that and they are amazing but a lot of the black women are light-skinned and it's just like i mean i'm light-skinned but it's like <sighs> come on yeah, I wonder if there's a uh, if there's a study out there that shows the the range of like the of the roles that go out to black people. What does it look like on on the spectrum of like light skin, dark skin, like medium tones? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? And, and and representation in like movies and TV. Yeah, that'd but be yeah. interesting. I'd be I'd be so over that shit. But that's like all that's on TV. So it's like mm-hmm. you have to endure it. But it's just like. And then the show talk, and then the show Warriors is so funny. It it the police on the show are basically fucking useless. They're like these race racist Irish people in, in real life too. <laughs> it, and that's what I'm. I, that's why it's so funny to me because yeah. it's like it shows that they were never really intending to do their jobs the way that they are pushed. You know the propaganda of what it is to be a police officer. Like right. these fuckers didn't. They didn't do shit but spit on Chinese people. And treat them like shit and, you know, not do their jobs. Like, they just literally just walk the fuck around harassing people. Mm. So, yeah, that's what I've been watching. I might have to check that out. I need it's actually to a watch. great show. It's a great show. And they, they, um, they do a, a lot to pay homage to Bruce Lee. It's really great. The actor that's the main character that has a lot of the Bruce Lee-isms is awesome. Yeah, it's really good. I'll have to check it out. Definitely the guy that plays out. Sub-Zero... On the new yet. Mortal Kombat is, is is on there. I forget his name. It's, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember it. But he's awesome. He's supposed to be like as fast as Bruce Lee mm. was. He's supposed to be like fucking dope. He's this, and he's an Indonesian martial artist. He's yeah. 
I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen the. I've been meaning to watch the new Mortal Kombat movie. A lot of people hate it. I I heard a I, lot of mixed reviews. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it was okay. Like it was a good setup. Like for the setup. Yeah. You know how movies are like. Was it better than the '90s version? Because the '90s version was pretty bad. The '90s version was very bad, but this one it wasn't. <laughs> you are not selling this. It wasn't. I don't know. All right. I enjoyed we, we it. We're going to have to watch it. And, I enjoyed uh, it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was all right. It wasn't. I, I mean, I'm just trying to say, like, I, the next podcast I need to launch needs to be about, like, black nerddom. I wouldn't be able to take part in it. I don't know <laughs> shit about. I mean, I know, like, the very basics of, like, you well, know, black comics and just comics in general. That's all you need to know. Just the basics? No, yeah, you have you to need, be, like. You- Full fledged in there. No, see, you messing the to point. be considered a blurred in comic world. Nah, see, the point is, is you as a podcaster, we are casually informed, <laughs> and so our job and our role is to talk to the people who know more than us. True. Okay. Even on this platform, okay, so that like we're educating more folks. So like okay. we can be the casual. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. I know a lot about comics, but I'll just continue to be the comic relief. And <laughs> and just do that. What about you? We've been talking about what I've been doing the last <laughs> lately. What have you been up? To? A lot of shit. Planning a, a drive-in movie night for the community. That's going to be happening May tenth. Free down at the Navy Yard. We'll be watching the movie. Oh my God! What's the name of this movie? I don't know what Jesus we're watching. Christ. What's the movie? Jesus, I just told you. You weren't listening. Mortal Kombat? No. No. Oh. The movie that I'm watching and promoting that is... Oh my, do the right thing. Let me do start, the right let thing. Me, okay. Let me start okay. that over. Okay. Planning the drive-in movie night. We're going to be watching the movie Do the Right Thing. It's a free event. Bring the kids out. It's going to be May 10th at about 8.40 p.m. I've been doing that. I've been doing a lot of work around just educating folks and doing some engagement around the upcoming election. Because that's coming down a pike May 18th. May 18th, everyone. And probably something else in there. But I've been, honestly, I've been trying to, for me, the biggest thing has been trying to find freelancers to pay them to, to do things mm-hmm. so I can, like, delegate and get shit off my plate. Because I've been so busy lately and I haven't been dedicating the amount of time to stuff that I want to. And so, yeah, it's mostly been that because I'm, I'm like, super, super busy. I didn't even file my taxes yet. You might want to get on it. I do need to get on it. I need to file my taxes for myself and for my nonprofit. Well, well. I have filed my taxes. I filed them at the end of February and I still haven't gotten my money yet. So oh, yeah. That. See, I ain't playing. Y'all better give me my money. You uh, Do you do like the direct deposit? Nah, see, I ain't playing that. Yeah, I want my money. But I'm also going, I'm planning a trip to Jamaica. I got vaccinated. <sighs> and so I'm going to Jamaica. I want to go somewhere. I have, I'm getting the Pfizer. I was scheduled to get the Johnson & Johnson. But then the day I was supposed to have gotten it was when the day that they paused it. Yeah. And so now I'm getting, and so I got my first Pfizer shot. I get my next Pfizer shot in like two weeks. No. Next week, I get my next Friday shot next week. But yeah, how you feel about the uh, the pause and then the restart with the J and J? Understand why they did it. I mean, none of these none of these drugs are actually like approved drugs. They just have emergency use mm-hmm. on them, and so I think people need to understand that portion of it. That like, it was a fucking emergency. Like something had to be done. So yeah. you know, there's that part. And then like for me, I don't usually get flu shots. But this ain't the flu. Right. 
<laughs> this ain't the flu. I want to. I have a daughter. You know, I have family. I want to serve. I want to be alive for her. I have older people in my life that I don't want to give it to them and then not survive. So for me, getting the vaccine was a no-brainer. I'm trying to convince my dad to get it. Well, my dad. I'm thinking of talking to other people, but, like, he's not your dad. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, I look exactly like him. Listen, yo, that's, that split screen that we did was... Was that last year, I think? It was great. I still have it in my phone. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Great. That uh, aging app. Look, looks just like our dad. I mean, they both have locks, and he just—he looks just like him. Just I got gray. More hair, though. You have more hair, and he's gray, and yeah. you're not gray yet. Uh, I'm growing though. I got one <laughs> that's right up front. I got that's a been few. Like, I got—I um, have a few, but there's one that's up front that's like super long and super <laughs> curly, and it's like starting to come down like Superman. <laughs> it's getting—it's getting, yeah. But um, yeah, that's how I feel about it. The J and J vaccine. M- my thing with the J and J vaccine is like. The chances of getting a blood clot with birth control are higher than getting mm. a blood clot with the J and J vaccine. Good point. Good point. But they don't give a fuck about women getting blood clots from birth control. Now, granted, you can't treat it the same, which is why they did the poll so that they can educate, you know, the system on what to properly do and the questions to ask. But I'm more at risk of getting a a blood clot if I were on the pill. I think the I think the other side of it, though, is also like it's a global pandemic. And right. so like pausing it made sense yeah. because there's so much focus around just the vaccines and reopening the world. And the pandemic is killed, you know, just in the United States alone, half a million people. Yeah. And so it makes sense to pause it because there's so much scrutiny being involved with the vaccines and the, the, the pandemic. And it also makes sense to kind of like restart it too yeah because the the risk of folks getting the the blood clot is is very very low and then you also have the choice of the different vaccines so you don't have to get the johnson and johnson if you feel like you want to take the risk you still can get the vaccine i wanted the johnson and johnson but i just was like okay this is my option i still wanted to keep my appointment i didn't want to push it back any further really and so i just I mean, I just went, I went and got Pfizer. They switched it that day. I didn't have to change my appointment. I did change the appointment time. Like, I pushed it back just in case, like, to see what they were going to do. But they just switched it to Pfizer. So I kept my, I was able to keep my appointment for the same day, just a different time. Yeah, and then I get my last one in next week. And I would love to be able to go somewhere. Like, I I, I need a vacation for sure. Yeah. I, the world needs a vacation, honestly. 2020, 2022. Maybe maybe 2022, the world will get this pandemic shit figured out. Hopefully. And then we all can go on vacation. Like Hopefully. everybody can just like stop working. Everything is free everywhere you go. Yeah, right. I don't know how that's going to work. But <laughs> Not in America, it ain't. <laughs> Not over every, this place. Everything is free everywhere. And like, yeah, vacation 2022, the whole world. Ooh, America is the ghetto with a Gucci belt on. <laughs> That's all, right. all I have to say. Let's move into our first segment. That was way, way longer than we <laughs> needed it to be. Politics meets pop culture. We haven't had one in a while, but I got one this week. And so if you have Hold up, pause. I think everything is politics meets pop culture because we are pop culture and everything that we do is a thing. And we did have a politics meets pop culture. We had the Montero uh, that's right. We did uh, that last, last week. week. That's right. That's right. But and I digress. When you, you can say continue. we, who is who specifically <laughs> is we? Black people. There we go. I just wanted to make sure people. Knew. Oh yeah, because yeah. like, it, and, and to kind of bring it back to what we uh, I was talking about earlier with the show Warriors, every fucking music breakdown is 
Chinese rap. That's what's up. Every but black we we we, we are influence everything. we influence everything. So yep. everything about us is politics meets pop culture. That's what's up. Because I believe that the personal are politics, and there's nothing wrong with what they call identity politics. Like so, the fuck what? Yes, identity politics. That's what I dabble in. <laughs> All right. So this this week, have you heard about the recall election in California? <sighs> yes. So Democratic governor of California, Gavin Newsom, has officially received enough signatures against him for a recall election. What are they recalling him for this time? Because they attempted they've attempted multiple times. But what did they successfully get it for this time? I think it had a lot to do with how he like how he handled the pandemic Mm -hmm. and the shutdowns. I think that really just angered a lot of folks Mm -hmm. who wanted to, you know. Who wanted to have him out of office, and you know, and and I think what like a part of it was like they 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 were upset that the government was shutting down like the state, and at the same time, like California, like cases of COVID was like skyrocketing, mm-hmm. and so it was like on both ends of the spectrum. It's like we're not, we still aren't doing enough to really address this public health crisis, right. or we're doing too much. To address this public health crisis. So there's this recall effort in place. And guess who's announced that they're running (sighs) against him? I already know who it is, but like. Tell the people. Your resident. (laughs) Caitlyn motherfucking Jenner. Caitlyn fucking Jenner. This bitch. Caitlyn motherfucking Jenner. Who Um, thinks, who, who is a woman, but still thinks she's a man. And can do whatever and say whatever the fuck she wants. Well, white women kind of do well, that anyway. Just, just with white people. Yeah, I was about to say, white white women are the epitome of like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, despite the fact that y'all's foot is on our neck, too. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's in true form. Uh, I guess she's being form. in true form. It is in true form. Honestly, I think it's a, I think the whole thing is a joke. Honestly. I don't. I think um, I think she's very serious. Oh, I think she's serious, but that's the joke. You know, I think all of, I think all of these folks that like casually decide that they want to get into politics like this is some fucking like movie set or, you know, something like that. You know, Kanye falls into that as well. I, I don't think he got enough hate. Honestly, enough. I don't uh, enough either. Push against him because he was know. doing the Sunday service at the same time, and yeah, so black bull- people kind of like, you know, he he should have got as much like vitriol and you know shit talked about him All the as much as the other chick that the, the the black chick that that's always on Fox News. Well, her, but also what was that? What the the actress? What's her name? Oh, Stacey Dash, who's, Stacey who's Dash. attempting to backtrack. Stacey Dash, She's attempting to backtrack, but like. In comparison, like yeah, no, Kanye, she sh- Kanye definitely should have got a lot more massage and more, yeah, live and in color. And so I just, I just think all of these folks that like, I'm not saying that you can't weigh in on politics, but or like, even run for office, but just be office, uh, do it accordingly. But but do it, do it with the people in mind and not with your own like self image mm-hmm. at, at play. And honestly, you know, she she falls right into that category of just trash ass white person who just wants some some media attention and then and using their public platform as a like a launching point to public office when like what have you really done and you know like apparently she's only voted in like six of the last 20 elections in california yeah it's a bunch of bullshit honestly but we'll (laughs) see what happens with this i'll have an eye on the recall election because regardless of of what our thoughts on caitlin 
That's going to make a huge difference in California politics. It is happening. I mean, we saw Arnold Schwarzenegger become the governor. Anyway, that's my (laughs) my politics meets pop culture. I think we can move on. I don't want to spend too much time on that bullshit. Everything is local. What's happening in the city? Well, I just found out that there is going to be another cleanup. This one isn't hosted by the city. I follow Councilmember Isaiah Thomas on Facebook. I highly suggest everyone follow him. He's doing a lot of good work especially trying to put that bill through to stop traffic stops. But there's going to be another cleanup. It's called Citywide Cleanup, and it's going to be with The Block Gives Back. And it's going to be during the days of June 11th, 12th, and 13th. You can go to his go to his Facebook page, and he has this uh, the flyer up for it where you can go to link and volunteer. They will fund the supplies as well. So, yeah, that's what's going on. Shout out to Councilmember Isaiah Thomas. Burr, 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 He's burr, burr, been on the podcast. We've we've we we've been traveling in a lot of the same circles lately. Whether it's a panel we, discussion, we need to get him or, back up here. You spoke to him. I haven't gotten an opportunity to speak to him. We interviewed him when he first ran for city council and won back in 2019. This was back in the days of recording rec Outside in the warehouse. Was a thing. Yeah, when that was a thing. So, yeah, no, we should definitely get him back on. We we, we got a lot to revisit, especially as we because I think I think just given like the, the state of the city, he he's he's his, his profile has grown a lot, along with some of the other new members of city council, including like Kendra Brooks and Jamie Gaultier. Yes, she's um, my council member. She is. And, and I think that a lot of them have really, really great ideas, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of stagnation on movement in the city. So we sh- we should definitely bring him on to talk about that. Show. Sure. No, I ain't got nothing. Okay. I've been I've been I've been having my head down quite quite. I ain't honestly. mad at you. I'm um, not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> I've been I got too many too many. I mean, there there's this election is heating up with yeah, with Vega and with Vega and Krasner. Uh, Krasner. There's a debate coming up. Oh, they're uh, actually going to debate. They are going to debate. It's going because to be next, uh, next Wednesday, I believe. Is it going to be televised? It will be on, I'm not sure. Because I was on a town hall that they did, but it was initially supposed to be a debate. And I don't know who didn't want to debate, but somebody didn't want to debate. And so it just turned into a town hall. No, they will definitely be debating. I'll I'll put it. I'll put the uh, the link of it in the show notes here at the end of this episode, so you guys can check it out. But I believe it's going to be next Wednesday. We might even do like a debate watch party on. Oh, Zoom. that would be fun. Something like that. But I, it might. I'm pretty sure it's going to be televised. It's heating up, and I have to say, you know, totally biased for full disclosure because professionally I'm working on an effort to reelect Krasner, but I can share with like you know folks that like you know like money wise like mm-hmm. they're both like really close to each other and the amount of money that they're raising and so it, it, it'll be interesting to see you know because i think a lot of folks really did buy into the narrative that like the rising crime is directly related to krasner's office and regardless right. of where you stand on whether you support the policies of krasner or not like that's just not an accurate depiction on Cor- right correct the district attorney's office in general right and that's so, not what they do that's just not what they do they don't they don't stop crime from happening. They uh, prosecute when crime has already happened. And so on, on as, in the means of addressing crime, especially the rising gun violence in the city, it has to happen on the front end. What is the city doing to address poverty, the pandemic? What are relationships like with the police departments mm-hmm. and so on and so forth? So, yeah, that's that's all I got really for what's local. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the same shit all the time. So yeah. It's like- All right, we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with the main topic. 
Here at Salah's Corner, I am always looking to connect with new people, hear new perspectives, and share new stories. And right now, I want to hear from you. Email me at realtalk at salahscorner.com and we can get your story feature on our next episode. Welcome back. We are here with our main topic. And this week, we did not have a guest for a couple of reasons. One, I'm too busy. And so <laughs> if you know anyone out there that would like to schedule guests for our podcast. Send them our way. Please do. because it I just, love the interviews. I think that they're great. They are great. We've been having some, honestly, some really, really great guests Mm -hmm. over the past few weeks. But we also don't have an interview partly because I got to a point where I was like, I don't know if I even want to have a guest on this week's episode because there's been so much happening in the news lately with the Derek Chauvin verdict, with, you know, murder after murder after murder of black people trending on social media. And so I really felt it would be best to just like sit down and, and just and like talk it, out. talk it out because there's so much happening in the world right now. And it, this has been on my mind. You know, I'll share this with you. This has been on my mind lately and I've been meaning to write but I just really have not had enough time to do any writing. And I actually, I really like writing. It's been, it's been over six months actually since I've written something and put it out there. And a friend of mine, Jen DeVore of Better Civics, shout out to Jen. I will introduce her. She's also an upcoming guest on the podcast. She runs a nonprofit in the city called Better Civics. She was also a former candidate for city commissioner in 2019, I believe. And, you know, she just wrote this really good piece. I don't know if it's out yet. If it is, I will share that also in the show notes about the importance of jury duty Mm. and how important it is for like civics, you know, for us to be engaged and and show up for jury duty. And we saw that play out in the Derek Chauvin trial, Mm -hmm. but also how like jury duty is really skewed to exclude poor people and black people and things like that. And Mm -hmm. so she, she wrote a really, really good piece and it and it made me just think that and just everything that's been in the news lately has really made me think about every summer especially over the last few summers we see a, a an uptick a rise in the number of police who are murdering black people and typically you know the narrative every summer especially as it gets warm is like uh, people are going to be out in the streets murdering each other. Well, well, that also includes cops, right? That also includes <laughs> cops murdering black people, right? We saw literally the trial, you know, there was a meme trending on social media. And it was like we, we got, you know, the Derek Chauvin trial for a murder of a black man was interrupted by a police officer pepper spraying a black man, which was interrupted by coverage of a police officer murdering another black man. And then during the verdict, we get that interrupted by a police officer murdering a 16 year old girl and, and goes on and on and on. Even recently in New Jersey, there were a a group of teens, you know, just on the spectrum of this, this what's problem with police departments and their interactions with black people in general. There was a group of teens riding through New Jersey they were from another part of town. They're riding their bikes, you know, they're taking video, social media. The kids have like a whole social media page dedicated dedicated to. I think I know their, what kids their, are talking their, about. Their they're really riding. popular. And the police pulled them over, stopped them, literally arrested one of them, and took their bikes because they didn't have a permit for their bicycles, not motorbikes, not four wheelers, 
bicycles. And apparently in this small town in New Jersey, you need to have a your your bicycle a registered. permit for your fucking bike. It was it was it's insane. And it's like the level and you know, there's video of it that's been trending I on don't social media. Watch this shit. And you know, that that part of it this is a whole other discussion, right? On like how much we are consuming some of the really traumatizing events that's taking place. But it's also like if it doesn't trend, if it's not shared and it's not then shown, it's not no matter. one would know. Right? right. And so it's it's such a complicated issue. But it's like this has been something that I, I, I want to just dedicate the next maybe 20 minutes to talking about of how like every summer we get to this point where, you know, more and more people are being murdered by police. And, you know, just recently we had meetings with our organizing group and we talked about just like how we felt after the Derek Chauvin trial. And, you know, we all talked about it and at work at work. And it was like, honestly, like I feel conflicted because on one hand, yes, I am glad that the family of George Floyd got some semblance of justice. Right. Right. He's going to go to prison for an X number of years. We'll see what that looks like when sentencing comes down. Uh, I think that's June 10th. But this doesn't prevent the next case. This right. doesn't prevent the next situation. And it doesn't even shed light on situations like what happened in New Jersey with these boys. Right. Like those types of situations aren't always recorded or just the regular harassment of black people isn't always recorded. If it's if it doesn't escalate to like a murder. But it happens on a even regular when if it, basis. Even if it's a murder, it doesn't mean it's going to even escalate a, to national attention. And so, like, the, 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 the scope of the conversation, yes, is around, like, stop killing us. But it's also, like, policing as a whole is just trash, rotten. It's all from its foundation. From to the core. It's just rotten. And I don't know if the verdict or the, the case in general with Derek Chauvin really speaks to the core of like the whole system is rotten mm -hmm. and needs to be not just redone, not reformed, like truly thrown in the garbage. I think that I agree with everything that you said. <laughs> I was a proponent. I was someone who wasn't sure of abolition. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't going to say that I was against it, but I definitely thought something needed to be done. Like the system needed some kind of reformation because it's, I, w I don't want to say it's broken because it's not broken. It's working exactly as it was intended, mm -hmm. but it's 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 causing the lives of an entire race of people. And so I wasn't entirely on the abolition scope of things. I was just I was more abolition curious. I would think say yeah. like trying to just understand more of what abolition is, especially considering like we don't know what a society looks like without police. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to imagine that you really have to sit and think like what what does this look like? Like, yes, I want something to change. I don't know if it's police abolition, but I have to think of what it is that I want and what that looks like. But at the, the point that I'm at now, they just they need to go. Like I and defunding the police isn't enough reallocating their funds to do other things isn't enough. They just need to fucking go. Let me ask you a question. What, what was there a moment that pushed you to that point? Like in the past few, cause I remember we, we had this conversation a few weeks ago, months ago, maybe I don't even remember, but we had it on the podcast talking about like one that's not 
necessarily on a path of abolition, right? But also knows that the criminal justice system is broken. Like, mm-hmm. how do you interact with that? And so, like, for you, just thinking back, what was that moment like for you to get you to this point of like, this just needs to be trashed? I think it probably was the trial. I didn't. I I I kind of was in and out watching it. I didn't want to sit and watch the whole thing. Yeah. It was too. It was too much. It was the trial and and just the the maliciousness of this man and and them not allowing you know the other brut- brutal things he's done to people into you know into the to the hearing because that plays a role and they didn't allow that in and then just what happened in Chicago to that little boy what happened ten miles away from there what happened to Breonna Taylor like. I, it's just everything was it was just so much and it's just like this shit is fucked up yeah it's fucked up and then also just in my own life wanting something to not be in my space that I know is dangerous to me and my family and being afraid to to interact with with the what they I, I like this term and I'm going to start using it the criminal punishment system mm-hmm. because you're worried about someone being killed yeah and you know it's 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 interesting you called it the criminal criminal punishment system because well one I've been calling it that for a while but that's really you know that's how I've come out of this trial thinking like okay well what what type of system do we want mm-hmm. right and when I mean we I mean we as a society because I really you know, as a society, we should be having this conversation, but we can't because we're so attached to the system that we have. Right. And we're so attached to this idea of policing the way it is in this country. But we can't have this conversation on is this a system of justice? Is this a system of punishment or is this a system of reform? Right. And so, like, what does that look like? What do we want coming out of this system? Because this case won't reform. Derek no. Chauvin. It's not going to reform the system. He thinks he's done nothing wrong. He is completely content. There was zero emotion in that man's eyes right. when they read that verdict. But he, but even still, like even like not even getting to the psychology of what he may possibly be thinking, statistically, the system that him going to prison is not going to reform him. It doesn't reform most people right. that yeah. go to prison. Yeah. Right? Uh, okay, so I understand that aspect of it. That it's not it's it's not doing that aspect of of you know, whatever it is that we want to do within this criminal punishment system. It's not dissuading the next person from doing this because literally incident after incident across the country, even though he is on trial and is being convicted, we see incident after incident of the next police officer killing another black person. Right. And so is this only a system of punishment? And if it is just a system of punishment, why? Why right. is this the model? Why why can't we have conversations on something that's deeper than that to actually address and stop these things from taking place in the first place instead of just allowing them to fester and then dealing with it on the back end? And that is the theme of like not just the criminal punishment system, criminal justice system, policing. That's just the theme of this country is this model of not addressing things on the front end and dealing with everything when it boils to a point where you can't ignore it. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's how, that's how we do schools. 
in this country. That's how we do healthcare system in this country. That's how we do with the the policing, the criminal punishment system, and and economics and because entrepreneurship. It's like, what the, the hell? Because the 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 basis, the foundation of all of it is capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about money. That's. I just and it, it just made me think like even watching like it keep kind of have a through line with the, with what I've been talking about today. But watching that show Warriors like the police didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. They're not doing shit on that show, but walking around calling Chinese people chinks and and slant eyes and and all the, the, the horrible things you can say to them and not protecting them. Allowing the Irish people who are upset about them coming, taking their taking their jobs, quote unquote, you know, that whole thing. But like they didn't do shit for those people. They just walked around harassing them. Yeah. And it's it's reality. And like there was there's this one cop who obviously this is I know this is fake, but like it speaks true to to what the police are and who they are. But this one cop, he's kind of like doing detective work to try and figure out what how these murders are happening and all this stuff. And then the one cop was looking at him like, what are you doing? Like, he's like, I'm doing detective work. He's like, for what? That we don't get paid to do that. Yeah. And it's just rung so true to me that that is essentially what the police are. Like, they're not, they're not there to do anything but harass people, carry guns and, and, and bully people essentially. But even like, even when you take the the that terrible things that they do to the public and particularly to black people out of the equation right police don't do what we think they do no because i called them i I had to and they didn't do shit they don't solve crime no to the to the degree that we think they do they only they don't prevent crime no because they only respond after a crime is 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 has already happened and so like what job, what profession, I've said this so many times, like what job, what profession can you possibly like still have with these types of statistics, with this level of just inability to see some type of progress? Right. Yeah. And and then I go back to this other idea of thinking or this line of thinking is like I would imagine the goal of police at some point would be to not need them any longer. Mm hmm. And I I think the reason why that's not the case is because so many people think that inherently people are just like grow up to be evil and like they're just evil. And like there's going to be a a group of people that's always going to commit crime. I don't think that's what it is. I do. I think I think one, I think the people who think that are largely white people and they think that it's black people. Mm -hmm. I think some black people buy into that narrative, Mm -hmm. some white passing other ethnicities fall into that narrative Mm -hmm. of like the people who are going to commit crime are black people or are low income people. And so they are because there's always going to be this inevitable group of people who are going to commit crime. We always need police to save us and protect us against it. Right. Okay. I, that I don't disagree with you. I just think that I, and we're probably saying the same thing, just you're being more, expansive with with your description but the police are just an arm of white supremacy yeah that's 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 the same thing yeah Yeah. that's all it is they're they're just an arm of white supremacy to 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 maintain power over whomever they want it to be but the, the and the reason why i break it down that way is to connect it to like 
the the line of thinking that goes into it because largely if the public is saying you know that something needs to change or we need to have conversations on how it changes like we should be having those conversations on how it changes but we can't even get there because there is a large segment of the population that truly believes that there is always going to be inherently group of evil people out there that's going to commit crime and so it prevents even having a conversation on what does public safety look like without police like this bullshit with Micaiah Bryant you talking about that kind of bullshit right. well no not even that like that's a I think that's a different that, that there's a lot of other I think things that are playing roles there like from sexism to colorism I think those are adding to that particular situation right like and I'm going to touch I want to touch on that in a second. But I think that like, you know, I, a perfect example, right? The average person, maybe not, you know, me or you, but the average person driving through a bad neighborhood, is going to automatically lock the doors, going to clutch their purses. They're going to, you know, going to carry themselves a little tighter because they expect people in that neighborhood to commit crime against them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is a line of thinking that prevents any type of conversation on what does public safety look like without police? Mm-hmm. Because if you automatically expect just because you see a bad neighborhood or neighborhood with broken windows that you're going some crime is going to happen to you. That's an inherent idea that everybody in that area or the most of the people in that area are projected to to our perpetrators of some type of criminal activity. Mm-hmm. And it shuts down the idea that public safety can't happen without police enforcing some type of control or some type of stability in that community. But I think I agree. I don't disagree with you. But I think that the Micaiah Bryant situation kind of falls into that. It it, it, it falls into that category because they're poli- not only are they policing her because of her body, because mm-hmm. I actually, I saw someone say, I'm like, that is a little girl. Regardless of how you want to shake it, the police murdered a little girl. Mm-hmm. And this black woman had the nerve to say, oh, she don't look that little to me. Mm-hmm. Policing her body because she's a big brown skinned black girl, you know, and then not even taking into consideration what happened before the officer got there. That man wasn't there for more than 30 seconds before he murdered that little girl. Mm-hmm. And people are jumping on this bandwagon. Oh, he was protecting the other. He saved the other the other girl's life. That was a grown ass woman. They were adults. So. I, I, I 100% agree with you. I think the, the, the situation with Micaiah Bryant, I think it, it, it there's what we just talked about that plays a role into it, but it's also because she's a woman that plays a role into right. it. Right, the misogynoir really, is, is ripe. I think, I truly believe that if that were men in that situation. A little boy. Or a little Adam, boy. Because that's what happened with Adam Toledo. Adam Toledo supposedly, allegedly had a gun in his hand. The police told him to drop it. He may have dropped it. He dropped it before the police, allegedly he dropped it before the police shot him. But no one is saying, oh, that little boy had a gun in his hand. He deserved to die. Right. So why are you saying this about this girl? Like, let's think about what was going on in her brain for her to have to be in that situation to have a knife in interacting with people. Like, this is a little girl. Like, a little girl died. Yeah. I, I, I think that, what, like I said, like I was saying, I think that if this was boys or men in the situation 
the response from particularly men would be very, very different. I think women, too. I think women, too. But I'm speaking for like the trash men, not for but against the the trash men who've been like really trying to justify well she had a knife. That doesn't mean someone should die. Like you do understand that, right? Like you do understand that one person should not have so much power that because I perceive you as a threat, you should die. Like that is an, right. an immense amount of power that is just ridiculous. And so that speaks to the next thing. I perceive case. you as a threat from period. Like she wasn't coming towards him. It's not like she was coming towards him with the knife. And not only not only that, and they're saying she had a steak knife. It was one of them flimsy ass fucking knives that is barely cut butter when well, that, it's fucking me, cold. I'm, I'm going to stop you though because don't get engaged in that. And, no, I, but and so like I, that's the, the I'm, a, I'm the, But I don't mind picking apart all of that shit because they're, when people try to use it, you have to knock that shit down. She had a steak. No, she didn't have a steak knife. That was not a steak knife. This is what it was. But still, you know, you have to be able to, we, is, there's nothing wrong with it. And they attempt to use it as a diversion tactic. I understand where mm-hmm. you're coming from, but we have to be able to address every single fucking thing. I don't think so. And, and the reason why I don't think so is because it deviates from the point. The point is, hold on, let me finish. I, I'm just thinking. The point is police should not have that much power to murder anyone right. just by fiat. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like you said, go back to the, to the one of your initial points. He wasn't there for more than 30 seconds before he was able to pull a gun and kill someone. Right. And so the fact that someone can arrive on a scene, no matter what their profession is, someone can arrive on a scene, pull out a gun and in less than 30 seconds, kill someone without understanding anything that happened beforehand or went into it. Right. And, and it's not just like I don't I didn't understand or I didn't know what was happening, whatever the case may be. Police officers are literally trained to kill. Mm hmm. I know. Full stop. Yeah, I they're know. They're not trained to maim. They're not trained to disarm. They're not trained to take down. They are trained to pull their gun and not shoot your limb or, you know, knock a weapon like what we see in shoot movies and mass. shit, right? Like it ain't like it ain't like that what we think it happens in movies. They are meant to shoot and kill, which is why so many times when you see police shootings, they empty the clip. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're trying to put you down and kill you. I know that. And so like at its core, the problem is that police officers are trained to kill. And then we are just sending them out there to do that. And like I and I and I think ha- sometimes having conversations of knocking down like arguments of like, well, well, what were they talking about? It doesn't fucking matter. Well, what did she have? It doesn't fucking matter what kind of weapon she had. The police officers should not. Their first response should not just be to shoot, arrive on the scene and then kill someone. I agree. I agree with you 100 percent. I don't disagree with you. But you want to know why we have to be able to pre- be prepared to do that? It's because she was a little she was a black girl with a big body. That's why. You have to be able to prepare. You have to be prepared to counteract everything that they come at you with. Because she was a black girl in a big body. That's why. I think context matters when you're having that argument, right? And so if if we are having this argument on the grand scale of like moving the conversation to that point, yes. I think being able to address every, like even if it was like going to trial, for example, right? If, if it means actually addressing like this the situational things that took place right that's going to mean holding the police officer accountable for murdering her but like 
the random person that's out there, nah. Like I ain't even dressing you. But here's or anything why, though. That you're saying I, I I understand, but I think we because that person isn't going to sway the argument. It has I no understand. leverage on what's taking place. Right? I understand. And so the larger narrative is. Police officers should not have the ability to just drive on the scene. And I kill agree. Someone. I agree. I agree. But you have to be prepared to 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 even if it's just a, something as simple as saying it and then moving on to the next thing. You have to be able to to speak to it because what it was Jacob Blake who was shot in Kenosha, right? Yeah. Jacob Blake was alleged to have a gun in his car when he was going back to his car, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it was attempted to be used against him, people weren't you re, black people weren't using that talking point. To say, oh, well, he was going back to his car. He had a gun in his car. You know what I'm saying? But that's what they're doing to Micaiah Bryant. And it's and listen, I, I, I hear what you're saying. But as a as a woman who. As a black woman in this country who who and black women are treated like shit here, especially brown skinned black women. You have to be able to speak to all of that, because look what the fuck they did to Brianna Taylor. They used her ex-boyfriend as an excuse to justify that shit. Yeah. And black people, and, and there, even though, you know, the majority of black people weren't, there were black people who were using that shit against her. But but the, but the difference was the, 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 the form and the platform that they were using, right? So that, in that situation, we're talking about when it went to, like, the, when it went to actual court and they were trying to use information on who she was affiliated. Not even, no, expert. not even on court. It, not even just in it court. Was, it it was, was on it social was, media too, bro. I'm but telling that's you. Where it, but it came from the courts trying to actually file against her boyfriend saying that he was affiliated with X, Y, and Z. And so like, that's right. Where but they still, from. but they still used it. There were, there were people who were still using it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter where the fuck is coming from. What matters is that it's being used. And so you have to be able to, like I said, even if it's something at 2.5 seconds of saying, eh, it wasn't a steak knife. Let's let's stop that. That was, It wasn't a steak knife, but we're going to move on. Like, you know, it's, it's something as simple as that. We have to be prepared to do I, that, to defend ourselves, because black women don't get the same fight that black men and other men of color get when it comes to these situations. We don't get the same fight. That little girl is not getting the same fight as everybody else, all, all of the other people around her. She's not getting the same fight as Adam Toledo. She's not. I, I agree with you there. I definitely agree that she's not getting the same fight. She's not getting the same support. But I think part of it is because of this having to defend and think through what she may have been thinking, what she had, what happened beforehand, like all of that is, and and in, in my opinion, it's relevant to the point of like why she needed to protect herself, mm-hmm. but it's not relevant to the point of the police shouldn't have killed her. And I don't think so. The, I don't think so the, either. That's the distinction that I'm trying to make of like, I think it is important to make sure that we understand the facts of like, she was there protecting herself. Right. But like at the end of the day, the argument is the police shouldn't have killed her, regardless of what was taking place right. with, and with I don't what think was, so ta- either. was taking place. And I think that's like what goes into it can sometimes be a dist- like the arguments are made to be a distraction yeah. from actually getting the point yeah. across. And, yeah. it's, and honestly, it's I feel like it's actually been successful in a lot of ways in this case. Oh, yeah. It's being is. And, and that's my that's my point. It's like they're using these things. And so we have to be able to knock it down and then get back to the point 
and all of, and it's, it's the misogynoir. It's because she is a big brown skinned black girl. That's what it is. I'm curious. I want to actually pose this question out to folks like on technically speaking, when we're talking about like the murders of black people, like is how much attention let me you correct me if I if I phrase this wrong. How much attention should we focus on our arguments on the details of like why a police may have killed her or why she may have been doing what she was doing versus whether or not the officer should have killed her in the first place? I don't want to say that it's necessarily atten- keep putting attention on it. I just want to I I look at it more as counteracting propaganda. You got to be prepared to counteract that bullshit. And you got to you have to do it and then you have to say that's that it that wasn't a steak knife and that still does not mean that that little girl deserved to die. Yeah. All right, let's this is a this is a good conversation and I and I really wish we could we like more folks are actually having this conversation because like I said, like there's a lot of people, particularly black men that I'm seeing that are really taking this situation and just like, well, I can't really give on. It's like bullshit. Like she murdered a that she was murdered. Like that little girl was murdered. She was murdered. She was a sixteen year old girl that was murdered. And so I, I wanna have more of these conversations on the podcast because we really, we really need to, to, to like get on this. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. This was a good talk. It was. Um, we're gonna be back with our whack asses of the week. Hey, everybody! I know throughout this pandemic, everyone has been saying we're all in this together. Well, here at Salas Corner, I want to really hear from you and what you're enduring during this pandemic. Give us a call and leave us a voice memo and we'll play that on our next episode of Salas Corner. That number is 267-225-5891. Share with me your thoughts, your feelings, things that you're doing to survive during this pandemic. And you'll get your memo featured on the next episode of Salas Corner. All right, we are back. Time for whack ass of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, good conversation. I'm curious yeah. to what folks would think. I might Me try too. to do like a survey in the, in the stories and how y'all engage with some of these cases when they come through. All right, it's whack ass of the week time. Yes. I think I've been having you go first. Yeah, so you go usually. first this time. All right, I'll go first. So my whack ass of the week, I mentioned this earlier, is the Perth Amboy Police Department in New Jersey for arresting a group of teens for not having registered their bicycles with the police department. They arrested a group of teens and they took one of the bikes. They really, they later released them, but I just think they're trash for that. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's fucked up. That's my whack ass of the week. Who you got? So my whack ass of the week is the university of Penn, Penn museum and Princeton for having the remains of children from the bombing of the move in 1985. Princeton was using them. Well, the fact that the University of Penn and the Penn Museum fucking had that shit in the first place. And then also Princeton was using it as an online teaching tool in their forensics class. So since then, since the uproar has been uh, made about it, Princeton has taken down the video. The uh, Princeton has taken down the video. UPenn and the Penn Museum issued an apology for uh, retaining the remains for far too long, quote unquote. And... (laughs) And they're attempt- they say that they're attempting to give the, the remains back to the Africa family. The Africa family didn't even know that they were in their possession. Wow. And so, the, but no one actually knows who has them because 
per, the the museum had them, but then they gave them to somebody. So this guy at Princeton who was given it to in the 80s has it has them apparently his name I was just looking at his name is Alan Mann so yeah those people are fucking whack that's disgusting actually yeah that's actually really disgusting you might have actually won this time I think I've been, I did. I've been having I've been on a winning streak you have but uh, you might have taken a cake but in on reality that everyone is a winner of whack ass of the week that's true that is very <laughs> true um, but yeah, no, that's some that's that's whack as fuck. That is super gross, and I smell a lawsuit. I think I think uh, some money should be coming to the family. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so vote on whack ass of the week. You can find that in my stories at Salas Corner on IG. I make sure you follow on Facebook and uh, Twitter as well, Salas Corner. Farrah, you want to plug your? Just follow me on the socials, Farrah underscore Gamo on Twitter and Instagram. All right. So Last Corner is recorded out of Rec Philly. It is a space for creative individuals. It is produced by the producer Pro Reina and features my sister as co-host. Hairflip. Uh, Hair Indeed. And next, make sure you uh, email me your show ideas, topics, questions at Sala- uh, realtalk at salazcorner.com. Follow me again on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Salaz Corner. And don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That's the do best that, way other followers can get to hear my a great voice. Um, <laughs> I, I truly don't believe I have a great voice. No, you have. You definitely have a, a, a voice for radio. <laughs> I've been. I've been told. All right. Until <laughs> next time. Peace, y'all. Bye, guys.